Hey everyone and welcome to an all new episode of Wicked Unscripted where we have unscripted conversations about some of the most popular reality shows on television. My name is Abigail Adams and I am your host for this podcast. Joining me today as always is the lovely Sarah Talks Big Brother. We're not here to talk Big Brother though. We are here to discuss the first two episodes of Survivor 45. So apologies that we are getting to it just now but we we're at a hiatus. No more hiatus. We're no more back. I. And in time, we're, we're back. We're back, bitches. <laughs> uh, miss us. Uh, but we and we're coming back right now to ninety-minute episodes. So it's just I'm so glad that we are back because I didn't want to miss this. This is so big. Um. And I've really liked so far what we have gotten out of the 90 minute episodes. Mm -hmm. Do I think there are some ways that the, it could have been tweaked? Of course. I don't think anything's perfect. And you know, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to see longer cops. No, that's need to see more people. -y things. <laughs> yeah. We don't need more advantages, more complex advantages. We need more people. -y things. I think yeah. they're getting there though, because they are at least show they're showing they're listening. So, I think they also kind of want to test waters and not just like totally change something just because viewers asked for it. I think they want to do things in moderation, but I mean, I, don't know. I think you're giving them too much credit. I think this yep. is the well is running dry <laughs> because of the writer strike, and they're like, "How can we fill up more time? Let's do 90 minute Survivor episodes." So. Oh well, I definitely think that was it, and I think they heard the fans, and then they were like, "We did it for you," and so I I think to yeah. that part, that's. <laughs> No, that's beyond fair. But I hope, I hope they realize that this is something that should stick and that there should be, they need to figure out what they tweak on these nights to make something like that work. Because yeah. I don't really see why we shouldn't be getting those. I've actually been saying, especially since we've been watching this, I've been telling Sarah, we, I think Big Brother needs 90 minute episodes. Um, because the stuff you lose by not having that extra 30 minutes is actually incredible. And there are things you still lose. And we will talk about that, especially in terms of week one uh, with Survivor. <laughs> yeah. We missed out on a big thing and I'm not thrilled. Um, but oh, just gonna eat my microphone there. <laughs> um, not my microphone, but my headphones. Um, I think for the best, for the most part, though, this was a very, it's been very successful. Um, so I'm really excited to see how it works. Listen, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm here. I, I'm excited for a new season of Survivor, but uh, like the the cast is just not giving. So I'm, I'm struggle bussing my way through this um, season. I'm in it for the long haul. I love it, but. 90 minute episodes with this particular cast. Um, we're just, we're off to a really rough start. Oh, and I don't disagree with that I at all. I fully blame production. Um, <laughs> so I don't know how many of those writers that were on strike were the ones that, you know, maybe they had some influence and decision. I can just imagine like an office space where like the actual workers were to go on strike and management's just trying to figure shit out and how, <laughs> messy and ugly that would be and that's kind of where i'm feeling like that's what i like to imagine is going on at the cbs office so now that the strike's over maybe things will turn around so maybe um, i would like to think though i think my guess 
And I pray that my my beloved Jeff Probst does not take this the wrong way. Um, but I think it actually kind of has to do with him and the way, not him entirely, but like the view that he has right now where he has been hammering for the last few seasons that like we're here for the seven-year-olds. And it's like, don't no. be... Don't, I'm not trying to be no mean, one, but like if, if they exactly. can if they can watch a t if they if their parents are allowing them to watch a TV 14 show, that's fine. But like, can we not like like it feels like it's kind of being weighed down because of that? Like a couple seasons ago, they were like, here's like how the young fans can get involved. And it's like No, here, let like, me tell you something. And I'm speaking to Jeff. Okay, Jeff, if you're <laughs> listening, which is not, but I will say this: like, fuck them seven-year-olds, okay? I have two. <laughs> And, have two kids. and let me tell you they got nothing to worry about in life they got the oculus they got the roblox they got all their shit i am a 36 year old woman who is watching survivor to forget her fucking shit so you you cater to me bitch you cater to me because i'm the one that needs it i got youtube okay i got you and you're all i got jeff you and julie are all i fucking got <laughs> so get your shit together and give me what I'm asking for. No, I actually don't disagree with that. And, I, and I'm and i not trying to say that it's been dumbed down because I don't think that's the case. But I feel like it's been softened a lot. And I feel like a lot of it is because they're like, well, we want to make sure that kids can get involved and blah, blah, blah. And there was a lot of stuff on previous seasons that parents definitely would be like, I'm not sure cool, if I they want. got the Nintendo Switch game. Well, that's one what of, they got. That's but, for like, them. I think part of it is like, because I know my mom did not want me watching Survivor when I was a kid. I started with Endurance. I knew Survivor. I knew about Survivor. I wasn't allowed to watch Survivor until I basically forced my way through on guess whose season? Cerie's season of Panama. Mm. <laughs> I didn't get to see much. I did get to see like two, three episodes and I was like, oh, this is the best. And then I got to finally watch Cook Islands the, the uh, season after. And I was hooked. Um, and God bless endurance. If anybody knows endurance, God, that was kids survivor that got me through. Cause it, survivor was, a, it's, it is a show that kids are interested in. And I get that parents want to like, kind of have certain discretion, but my God, I love my mommy. I love my mommy. <laughs> she was like, I don't, she didn't want me watching it because she was like, um, she didn't like that it was bullet. She thought people were bullying people in that, like it was like all like it's it was mean to have like these alliances and go against people, and she didn't want me to like think that that's a normal way of acting in life. But yeah. to be fair, I'm like, well, but they're on an island playing a game. I would never think that somebody. <laughs> me like I mean, that Jackson, my youngest is really he likes it. He's not gonna sit and watch the whole episode, but like he's got Cody Peterson and shit. Uh, Bear Grylls, like he he likes that, but it's on YouTube on his phone. Okay, like my TV time is my TV time, and but I get it. I mean, I don't know. I, do. I get it, but I don't. Whatever. And also, I think it's partially it's they're trying to reach to the younger demographic. Um, they're the demographic that they started with is getting older, much older. Mm -hmm. But I don't. I feel like they're trying to get back to what they had because there were a lot of younger kids watching it back in the day but it was because it was such a big phenomena it wasn't necessarily because it was geared toward kids it was just no it was, it was like so entertaining of its kind yeah oh my god but like should i have been watching big brother when i started watching big brother 
certain things. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> now you could easily, but like well, then? Now. Oh, no. Some of the things that I accidentally ran into before I really fully watched Big Brother, because I had seen episodes from season one on until I fully started watching. Some of the things I caught, my mom would be like, turn that off. <laughs> right now <laughs> so i actually do love my mom because i think she had a, a, a decent boundary when it came to what i watched on television but i will disagree with her on survivor and spongebob Fuck, she... i was watching i watched sansa the lambs the h7 <laughs> like i mean no i watched that for the first time when i was 23 yeah i was seven <laughs> um anyways so let's talk about week one um I, I, you know, I, I've been trying to find a way to not start with Lulu, but you can't just not start with yeah, Lulu. Yeah, let me put like, the graphic up so we can get to know <laughs> the tribes. Um, And so while she does that, I'm going to kind of get a little bit more informed. Uh, inf wow, I just can't. Me speaks not today. <laughs> <laughs> the words Let's are just not wording. Tribe. I want to give some first impressions. Because um, I feel like that's also important. I agree. So my first impressions... um. I was hilariously wrong by saying that Emily was my dark horse. <laughs> I oh put that on TikTok God. and everybody in my comment section, rightfully so, were like, well, this did not age well. <laughs> yes. So I will say like Emily right off the gate. I mean, she's uh, she's 28. Um, her profile on um I think it was Variety Magazine's like cast announcement says Washington D.C. But then her, um, like on the boat on the way, like when we're introduced to them, it says she's from McKinney, which is like next door to me. Well, because um, what they do is they share their hometown and then where they're currently living. Some place, some outlets. So I believe EW put both, but some outlets won't put both. They'll put just both. pick either hometown or current. Um, I remember last, not this, because what was it? Yeah, no, last season for the Survivor 44 announcement, which I'm wearing their buff, um, I only put hometowns. And people were like, that's not where they currently live. And I'm like, yo, I, I very much understand that. Did you see the word hometown hometown yeah well but it's like bruh. it said mckinney um and i was like oh shit she's from texas that never goes well for me um to Same have them boston. from here in texas minus boston, <laughs> minus boston rob it never really goes well here either so um but on the boat ride over where they're just kind of voice over to their faces riding on the boat like she was already talking about what a problem she was um and i re just remember like oh that's 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 interesting but people say that like i go back to like thinking of like big brother um the the cast mini interviews they do before the house and they're just like i don't give a shit about whose feelings i like i don't care i'll take them all down i'm here to win them and then they end up being like the biggest like the nicest person in the whole house so i didn't put a whole lot of stock into like the boat ride over stuff but like no she she wasn't kidding. That was so bad. I'm so sorry. We'll we'll get into that, <laughs> but like after we meet all the cast, but like Emily so Emily popping up red flags left and right, you know, like it looking like a clearance sale at Target. You know, um, I love a good villain though, and that's what I've been getting from her is that she's just like, but the thing is, I don't know 
like I think she gets to an extent that she'd be a villain, but I don't think she understood the depth of how much she could be entering the game. She was like, I'm just going to do this thinking that like, yeah, she'd be the villain, but like, it wouldn't like be so deep. And it got real deep, real fast. Yeah. Real deep, real fast. Um, Um, For those of you who are watching the video, Emily is top row, far right. Yeah. You want to go in order. And I know I just talked about Emily, but we'll actually stop. We'll, we'll do it like in order of how you read. So we'll actually start in the top corner with Sabaya. Um, ah, I really, I really, I mean, I always get good vibes from, from people like her personality. I'm trying to find the right words. She's the, she's very direct, but she, but she's not like, and like but an angry abrasive. direct yes exactly yeah. not wow direct, thank you for finding my words you're fine like this is what we do we're just, finishing each other's um, sentences yes see, we're, we're at that point in our relationship um <laughs> she's direct but not abrasive i yes. liked um you know that she speaks her mind but not in a dominating way she seems to have a really good headspace for the game um, I could really see her going long haul without, you know, the the negative side effects of like hunger and sleep and stuff like that. Like yeah, she seems very seemed- level headed entering this game, yes, which I think yes. is super important. Like I get being hyped up and being excited, but she was going in kind of being like, I have a mission. We're ready to just get this shit done. And it was it, yeah. I really enjoyed the directness, but it's 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 great. Like, she is very, and I, I think the first impression has really panned out so far. Yeah, um, absolutely. Compared to others. Yes. <laughs> little hit or miss. I'll tell you, I didn't, for Sean, who was the guy in the middle, I couldn't get a read. Couldn't get a read. I. He's feeling like a Lululemon, he said. Um well, I, I love, I, oh God, he was full of great lines. I absolutely love Yeah, him. I really liked his, like, I don't know what else to call him on Survivor other than DRs, but like. <laughs> I call them confessionals, even though they're okay, technically good. not, yeah. but like, I call them yeah. confessionals because there is. I liked his that. a lot. We got a couple of them over the last uh, two episodes. Um, I feel colorful. like we'll see more, more of him, but I think he's doing exactly what he needs to be doing right now um, within this tribe. Um, and then, yeah, we already talked about Emily. We'll talk about her a lot more later. Um, and then there was Brandon who started the show crying as a super fan. Um, it endeared me. I, I, as a longtime fan, I, I just, I get it because knowing how fast I am to cry, I might have been that person. And so I'm just being, yeah, I can't like, talk. I, I cry like, when I'm anxious. I, I cry when I'm like mad. I cry when. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. Um, but yeah, I, I I love a good socially awkward player. Um, I like I like a nerd. Uh, you know, um, we'll we'll talk more about my feelings on him later. But first impression wise, if I'm staying in first impression mode, yep. I I I he he was very sweet. He's very sweet. I just feel like I immediately I noticed a pattern um, where I see this tribe as not the same, not com- 
comparable, but in a um, casting decision and when they were dividing up the tribes, the same as we saw, um, fuck, names escape me, Carolyn's tribe, what was that yes. the buff you're wearing? Um, 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 um. I know, but the, the cuckoo tribe. <laughs> the t- is it, was it Tika? Tika! Jesus I, I can't, I, I, there are so g- many tribe names over 45 fucking seasons. Um, but I <laughs> feel them. like there's always a tribe that's like the competitors, there's a tribe of the thinkers, and then there's a tribe of the eccentrics. And I feel like this is where we started to see, oh, that's what Lulu is this season. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, they used to have them like very blatantly. They used to do like bronze brains, beauty and stuff like that. And then, and then the brains tribe hilariously got decimated yeah. almost every time. And they're like, let's not, maybe the labels aren't great. That I mean, big person, there's, there's a couple big personalities on the other tribes, but this is the one where like you're, you have your personality standouts, like the, yeah. the, 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 could be chaos, could be Caroline's, um, you know, we, yep. the, um, and then we had Hannah who gave me nothing. I felt nothing. I didn't get any read on her at all. Um, so when we talk about how this episode panned out, I was blindsided because I didn't see it coming because I couldn't even fucking remember her name. I called her um, Hannah earlier in the episode and not Emily, right? Because... I probably fucking pray I did. I have screwed up. Okay, good. Okay, good. Because I'll just say, I literally, I screwed up their names so many times earlier. And I just had that moment while you're talking. I'm like, oh my God, did I screw that up? I'm just, and we'll, (laughs) you know, we'll get to this later. But I just, I'm surprised with the way things painting out the way they did, why she didn't get more airtime. But I think that they were trying to do a blindside um of sorts so i don't know i just didn't feel anything and now i just i didn't feel anything and then caleb caleb was he's an interesting one for me i liked him but when i'm thinking back to the first episode didn't know anything about him he gives me i couldn't have i didn't have enough data to make a first impression he gives me some kylan vibes yes very much so but like and not entirely, not. N- no, because I think it's not the <laughs> cocky side. Yeah. I think it's the strategic slick side that I'm thinking more about. That yes. is like in the smooth talking slicks, like that part. Not the. I think there's some. I don't want to call it cockiness. It's it's confidence. confidence. I think he's very confident in himself. Whereas I think Kylan walked around very cocky around the Big Brother house. So yeah, I think there's a I, level I, of difference there. But episode I'm not saying that two, you got to see a little bit more, and yeah. and and I I liked that side of him and seeing more of him in episode two. But first impression wise, I didn't have one because I didn't know who the hell he was. Yeah, um, me neither. Um, so let's talk about what happened on the boat. Before oh, we get yes. even get into the next challenge, because we'll get into Bello and Reba shortly. Um, so starting with Lulu, we're going to talk a little bit about Emily because she just started everything off with a bang. Um, and on the boat, she before they can even get to the first competition, um, she gets into like a little tiff with Bruce. So. Jeff asked Bruce a question about like uh, something along the lines of like, do you think you have 
any experience. Like, what do you say to people who say you come here? And he's like, I have no experience, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, what do you mean? You you were here for 12 hours. You you did the boat ride in. You did do the first challenge, even though you hit your head. Like, you have been at camp. You have experience over us. And she's like, don't don't act like that. And he, he was just like, what? <laughs> um, and I think it's funny because even though I don't think it was necessarily the right way to start her game because she did that in front of everybody. She did that in front of everybody. Everybody. And I'm like, these are your first impression. You have no idea how your tribe's going to perform. You have no idea what is about to happen. Jeff could very well say, okay, blue tribe, pick a member from each other tribe to be banished for the evening or something. And, and like, you just stuck your neck out in a very negative way. And I just remember, I was like, what is she doing? Shut the fuck up. Why? This is so unnecessary. It was so, <laughs> so unnecessary. unnecessary. Jeff is asking for Bruce it. a question. By the way, <laughs> Bruce, I'm sorry, him having an advantage because he's been so fucking bullshit. He got yeah. to that point, And Jeff even said, like, this is as far as you've ever made it. He got to do one challenge where he cracked his head open and he was out. So what fucking advantage do you think he has, Emily? Like, why, why, why? Like, I don't get it. I did not get I was like, <gasps> like, I'm here popcorn baited breath for the drama, but I was like on a, on a strategic level. Are you, are you wanting to go home, babe? Are you wanting to go home? I mean, I, I, I think it just, she lacked a lot of social tact in that first episode. And this was the first instance of it. I will say, I don't think she was entirely, like, I don't think she was right entirely, but I think she was right to kind of question if he was going to be confident. She was like, I think he's going to walk around and act like he knows shit. And I'm like, well, I don't agree with the fact that cool comes in with an advantage your mouth but she wasn't necessarily wrong though and that's the part that i want to say tell your tribe yes correct tell your tribe around the fire (laughs) don't 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 tell the whole fucking cast i don't like also like like what was what was the reason like what why did she think like i've been sitting here trying to figure out like the logic behind that and we should probably move on because we could probably just run in circles here but anyways it's so hard to like wrap your mind around that because it just none of it made sense more than she was probably just really hyped up she does like to kind of call people on their bullshit if she thinks that they're bullshitting whether you agree with it or not she just but survivor is just as much a social game as it is a physical comp game. And I'm sorry, like, Emily, you got to know that physical comps aren't going to be your strong suit. So, like, why are you killing the the other 50% of what you got going for you? Me, no, no. So, after that, they did the first challenge of the season and the winner um, got a bunch of supplies and the two losers had to go over to play not sweat verse or sweat or savvy, but sweat and savvy. Which I I'm not gonna lie. I actually kind of liked this twist on this. Um well, so in that, yes, yes, I do want to talk about it. But did you yeah? want to talk about those tribe members first? Oh, totally. I was just gonna mention that very quickly. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so let's start with. Um, we'll go through some Bellow and Reba tribe members. 
And then we'll go back to sweat burst savvy and we'll yeah. talk about that. Um, so first up is Brando. I already said this to Sarah. Why the fuck did they give us a Brando and a Brandon? Please don't ever do that again. I just think Marlon Brando and they're so, God, so do opposite. I. Oh, so do I. <laughs> well, also, but like, can I just tell you that? And then when I think of Marlon Brando, though, I'm a John Oliver, not like fan, but I watch John Oliver. And so all I, all I can think of is Marlon Bundo because he literally wrote a book called <laughs> I'm just like, can we stop? <laughs> My brain goes down. I literally think of a bunny now. Because it's a bunny. It's a book about. It's a children's book about a bunny. Because Mar- oh. Marlon Bundo. And I'm just okay. Like, oh my god! And so that's where my brain automatically went. I'm such a fucking dork. Um, but yeah, I he is my winner pick. Um, I think he has some serious really. Potential. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think he has some serious potential. I think he's a low liar. He was my winner pick before we started the season, to be fair. Not somebody that I picked ahead of time, but that's really what you do. You pick winner picks before the season. So um, I know it was really bold, but it's not. I'm trying to do this thing where I stop picking my favorites. (laughs) That's who I think should win. And I try to just go with like logic and history because sometimes I really don't listen to my brain. Um, so that's why I ended up picking him for my winner pick this season. Uh, if your winner pick comes up, by the way, make sure you point them out. Were they over on Lulu? No. Okay, good. Just checking. Um, I also think this was a hard decision to pick out a winner pick this year because there were a lot of people that gave a lot of, I think they have a lot of possibilities. So, uh, next is, I like what Brando's doing. I like how he is working with the girls um maintaining his relationships with um i feel like with jake and bruce he's he's done a good job he's in i think he is in the best spot out of anybody in his tribe i agree apologies i just took a drink at the wrong time you're good next Uh, next we got bruce returning with Um, all the advantages because he played a whole fucking season and came back or some shit according (laughs) to emily i don't fucking know but bruce made it like one day Last made it 12 before, hours. Yeah. Um, 12 hours. And before he cracked. That was so brutal. And they showed it in, in the, the middle. Episode. I need them to stop showing it. It It's a lot. It's a lot. I remember they didn't show the other part where like he was off to the side and just the Ugh. blood dripping down. And, oh, he, and then he's like, you want to say the challenge? Go. And he's like, oh, ready? Go. While he has blood dripping down and his it's face. Dri- like, that is and gory. He has oh like God. he's got very dark, he's like very dark complected skin, you know, like so for it to be as like stark red and just dripping the way it was and it just, oh my God, like and the sand was all like that's the part where I'm like, oh, oh, oh like the sand. Well, and also they in in it they always I don't I can't remember if they did it here, but when they showed the old uh, when they did it like on the first episode, they like highlighted the crack sound, and I'm like, could we not? Yes, that makes yes. me want to vomit because it's like crack blood, and, and then like, like the bro. spray in slow mo the blood, and, and it was I, very gory. I used to work with somebody 
who literally, if they saw blood, they were either going to get physically sick in a matter of 10 seconds or they were going to pass out in a matter of 15. Like they, it was like a, you can't show like, cause, and they covered hockey. We were covering sports and they covered hockey, right? And so I think they need to pick a new cover. cover. (laughs) No, but it's their favorite sport. It was their favorite (laughs) sport. But anytime blood, they were like, I I can't watch. Can you imagine like a UFC fighter with the same affliction. <laughs> no, can you imagine? Especially because of have you seen that meme of the girl who's like, yeah, whoa, and she has like the whole her whole face is just swollen, and it's oh a whole my God. meme. And I feel so bad because anytime I see that, I'm like, I don't even want to see that because that just looks like pain. No, thank you. Yeah. So I understand why if they want to show some stuff about Bruce, but I think they've kind of I don't want to use the word over sensationalize. But they're kind of getting a little close to it, you know. I like mean, it was like, a yeah, it was a big okay, moment. Like but as far as Bruce goes, like I really like Bruce. I think he's very charismatic. Um, he is definitely a leader, even though he's trying to pretend he's not. He's just doing a shit <laughs> job of Uncle it. Uncle Bruce, Uncle buddy. Bruce, buddy. Um, he does get a bit full of himself. I can absolutely <laughs> see where like the stories and the people he's met and stuff will get old <laughs> and tired and it's definitely wearing down. He's a modern um, coach. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I overall, like I really like him. He has a very warm energy. Um, I was excited. I definitely to got see that too. Back. Yeah. Um, next up is Jake. And love I'll Jake. tell you. Oh, I fucking love Jake. So you want like, to know something. get me to like one of these, you know, athletic <clears throat> males, but I like him. So I know I no longer live in this area. So I feel more comfortable saying this now. But Jake and I, and he no longer lives in this area either. Jake and I grew up like a couple miles from each other. He lived in a town that is literally right next to my hometown. And I live about a mile, two miles from our, our town's borders. So like, wow. depending on where we were in town, we were no, we grew up no, no further than like five miles from each other. Wow. That's cool. Crazy. I really like him. I do too. And he was shocking. So I remember before we got videos, I was talking with Ben who will hopefully join us this season. Um, he was like, Oh boy, I'm not sure if I'm going to like Jake. He just gives off very classic, like Boston, like ah uh, what well, like I don't know just the classic asshole Boston guy and he was like I'm not sure if I'm gonna like him and then the second he starts talking about like oh I love Broadway <laughs> and he's like I'd rather like go to I know more Broadway people than than athletes we were like oh okay yeah it, it, can't judge a book by his cover like that because holy shit he's different than what I expected yeah but I really love it it's so cute so I don't mean to over talk I'm just fan girly. <laughs> Yeah, you're <laughs> he's fun. I'm excited to see what's gonna come out of this. Um, he though is not very slick, and we'll talk about that a bit later. <laughs> um, as much as I enjoy him, I don't know if he's going to have certain social awareness long term. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be what I'm concerned about. And that is because of our next person who is Katura. And I really love her. I I love her so I much. Absolutely love She's her. She's the one I was talking about um, to the listener. She's the one I was talking about with that's going <clears> to <throat> the Bruce thing of it all. She is so fucking over his shit. She is so over him. 
Um, she finds him obnoxious, annoying, and egotistical and full of himself, and she just wants him gone. Um, she's just so annoyed with him, and I love it. I love her honesty. I love I love everything um, about her. Oh my god. Yeah. Everything she yeah. gives. And 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 the way she talked about Jake, where she's like, Hey, I'm a lawyer. Am I telling people I'm a lawyer? Yes. Yeah. Nope. We can just toss that out here right now because it's not super big. That's one of the things. And I'm like, damn. Damn, I yeah, liked she, you before, and you just went from here to here. She's like, I know being a lawyer is like something you don't want you want to lie about. And Jake is out here; he's fresh out law school, fresh out the bar exam. That's and so hard. he's gonna want to talk about it. All he wants to talk, he's gonna want to talk about it. So she gets him talking about it. Meanwhile, like, oh, what's being a lawyer like? And and one, it's feeding her ego. Two, it's putting the attention that he's a lawyer. And three, it's like deflecting that she's the one herself but she ain't telling anybody anything god i love it it was just so i feel like that moment has more power in the long term than i think some people are going to realize and i specifically picked up on it because i was like yay jake he had just come off sweat and savvy he had done his damnedest and i was like i really liked what i had gotten from him in his in his confessional so far and then all of a sudden she comes in there and she's ruining his game and I, at first i got a little defensive because i loved her but i was like why are you doing this to jake should i not like you anymore but the thing is it's really hard to not like her you can't not like mm -hmm. her it, this is just so brilliant so smart uh, it's I just think, me being salty because she's after her... my boy <laughs> yeah i here's the thing i love her i love her confessionals um i don't see her making it long term because she does seem to make mountains out of molehills and she does kind of look for the drama in everything um, and I feel like that's going to hinder her long-term vision and prevent her from working with people that she probably should be working with. I do worry about that with her too. I think she is a little too rigid in terms of, at least from what we have seen in terms of like, well, I'm, I don't want to, I don't like this person. So I don't when think she I would dislikes work somebody, that. she dislikes them hard. And that is such a hindrance in not just survivor, but big brother, any social strategy game, you need to be a little bit more pliable, more flexible. You can dislike somebody, but you need to like convince yourself of some good attributes because you're going to find yourself in a position where you need to work with them. And whenever mm -hmm. you feel so strongly about somebody and your mind's made up, like, I just don't like this person. It takes, there's very, very few people that, won't wear that somewhere on their presence meaning she could be absolutely being nice to him around the fire but he is not going to pick up warm vibes he's going to pick up sketchy vibes and it will be in her body language it'll be in her energy it'll be in those areas so in order to maneuver and navigate around that just not in survivor big brother but in office life and politics you really need to be able to convince yourself of some good areas and attributes about people so that when you are around them, those are what you're thinking about and your body language isn't, you're not thinking in your head, like fuck this guy as you're saying nice things, because that does exude in your, your body language. Um, and, and those are the kinds of things that I watch for. And, and I'm really passionate about in these kinds of shows. And I feel like that is going to be her detriment. It was Mimi's detriment as well. So, mm -hmm. um, brilliant, was, brilliant assessment. Yeah, I, I feel um, I feel very strongly like I really like her. But until she can get some of those chips off her shoulder, I think uh, I don't know that I see her making it past the merge. 
Next up is Julia. Um, Don't know anything about her. Yeah, I was going to say another one, very much like Sean, I didn't, it's not even just don't know much about her. I didn't have much of a first impression. I was just kind Mm -mm. of like, you're here, okay, let's see how you do. Not necessarily that I like or dislike, it's just like, uh, we'll see. Um, And the next up is Kendra. And I gotta Um, say, Loved her. She She's very Miss Kumbaya. I, she um, is behind Jake, my favorite. And her yes. first impression when getting on the bus, I just I loved my tribe. And I just so- love where I just love them all. We're the best. And her the, eyes the like Virgo and Libra. Yes. And then we're talking the like best. signs and all this stuff. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, we're, like we're the energy. September. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so much well i thought also whether it was intentional or not i don't think it was intentional i think that was a really important moment for her because that was just instant bonding her finding a a connection with people so quickly over something that's not game related that is just something that brings people back to their lives back home that's something that's if if they believe in astrology a piece of who they could be um and it's like i just thought it was really interesting to see that something as small as like what's your sign could actually potentially build a lot of trust with people on your tribe like yeah. unintentionally <laughs> i really i'd love to i mean see- i do the same shit but i do it with hogwarts houses you know like um i you know i just know that there's very few slytherin that i can mesh with and i just know that if you're a hufflepuff or a ravenclaw where like I, I will die for you. Um, <laughs> so I can't, I, I empathize. I don't know a whole lot about astrology. I, I heard the signs and everything. I know that there are certain signs that I do gravitate towards. I have, um, a, I'm, I'm very attracted to Gemini's as far as friendships. I, I am the caretaker, the caregiver for a lot of Gemini's and, I know that uh, Gemini's and Cancers are typically like the people that I surround myself with. Um, and she I speaks to a Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> I do have, some, yeah, I do know a lot. You're like good. I do have a lot of Virgos too, but I feel, um, yeah, the, 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 and then, you know, m- my best friend in the whole world is a Leo. So it's kind of all over, but, um, but I do recognize like certain attributes that I get out and I know mine for sure. I like, I know my Capricorn self very, very well. A Capricorn Um, and a Leo, dear Lord. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, but I mean, I get, I got her, I understood her and I loved her enthusiasm and she seems like a really fun spirit. Yeah, I love that. And I'm excited. I'm really excited to see where her game takes her. I think she is potentially being set up for a nice, a nice edit. Um, But we'll see. It's still early on. So Uh, last up is Reba. Um, First up is Sifu. Um, He's he is. I love his I love his energy. I really do. It. I'm not necessarily saying that. Like, I think he's the best player, or that he's gonna go far. He's a muscle dork. Is that's what he is? He's a big old he's teddy a, bear. He's a big old muscled dork, and I love it. I love a dork. I love a geek. Um, and you could absolutely so, see that in I him. Love him. So yeah. much fun. 
He is fun. Um, one of the things that I'm excited to see, he has already stirred up chaos. And I don't know. I'm just curious to see what he brings because it's like he's been put in a position where he's already kind of got a lot of eyes on him negatively. And I'm just going to be curious. I, I, Jesus, I keep re- recycling. <laughs> I really apologize. He, did, he was the one that got caught looking for an idol, right? <laughs> he was. And yeah. that's where it's like, I'm like, buddy, friend. Um, that's that's not what we need to be doing first yeah. first couple days. We need to be a little more cautious, a little more discreet. I mean, I think the way he played Austin it off was. was not okay. I, you know what though, if someone's just like, "Are you looking for out?" Yeah, the fuck I am. Why aren't you? You know, like <laughs> we we got shit to do. Like, why aren't you looking? You be looking. Well, I think Austin, <laughs> who is uh, actually on the very opposite side of the. Um, uh the graphic that we have Our on the graphic. screen Bottom um right. he's my winner pick i'm not surprised a lot of people have him as a winner pick and i think he's a great winner pick um not mine but um i i can i can totally see it especially off of the edit that we got in these first two episodes i mean i um, want a woman survivor winner that's what i want uh jay maya right above him I would absolutely freak. <laughs> I would freak if she no. was the one. She is just, oh, I, I love Jay. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I can see anyone on the Reba tribe winning. Yeah, I think I could too. I, I don't see anybody here that like, like I don't. Uh, like Katura, I don't see making it past the merge. I don't see anybody in re- like I know that they will obviously, but I'm just saying like I could absolutely see a case for anyone in Reba to win. Yeah. Also, I just like literally. You want to know what's hilarious? I just called Kelly. I just realized while I'm like trying to like get my brain together, I literally just called Kelly Julie. <laughs> oh, and in the last, in the last. uh uh, I didn't catch it. Where my brain is. Um, you know what? It is what it is. The second one is that Julie or Julia? It's Julie. Julie. Okay. She's <laughs> she's something. She is. Um, I. She again. I feel like there's one person per tribe where I don't get a full read on them, and she is that person on this tribe for me. I didn't understand the crying while making an alliance bit. Yeah. When her and Drew realized they wanted to work with the same people um, and she started getting emotional. I did. I was like, wait, what? What am I? What is happening? What? what?" I got to say, Drew gave it before I watched and Drew is giving it after I've watched. How the fuck did they find Michael Bruner 2.0? How? Yeah. I mean, that's better than the Napoleon Dynamite I see. He's tall as fuck. He's so fucking tall. I think Seeing that's part of why I Bruce, see that. Why? He's so tall. I need to know how tall he actually is. Like, let me see if while we're talking about this, if I can like quickly Google that. Yeah. Well, so um, the next on the top right, we already kind of touched on her is Jay Maya. Love. She's a singer, songwriter. Um, she's very talented. I've watched all of her TikToks now. Um, I really, really like her. 
Um, she has a good personality. She's seen, I knew, like, I love that she was trying to cipher the sign right away. Um, she's up there with Kendra for me. Yeah. I, I really, really like her and her personality. I hope she makes it very far. And then, yeah, to Drew, Bruner 2.0, um, Napoleon Dynamite of the Island. He wants to be king of the island. He wants to work with literally everybody. Um, he was That's giving some renaissance analogies. Um, <laughs> he was giving like medieval analogies and shit. Like it was just very, he's adorable. He is absolutely adorable. But he's also playing the game very, very well. Uh, we see him and we'll get into an episode two for something. But like we get a lot more from him in episode two. And all of those things I felt like... Um, make me feel very good about his place and standing in the game um yeah i agree did you find out how tall he is no it doesn't say okay well d's the next one and i think we need to bombard jeff probst um and rick devins and be like you have to tell us on the next episode of the podcast how tall because we just we need to know it's it's it is pressing we want to know pressing (laughs) information Um, anyways next is d this is d yeah i like d i do um, too i think she, she could be a dark horse now that i've watched this she could really sneak in there yeah. and screw some shit up i don't know yeah i like her a lot um i like everyone on reba a lot um, Reba's a fun tribe it is it is i want more of them they did get a lot more airtime on episode two and that just kind of really solidified for me, like, okay, yeah, they're they're the ones to watch. Um, but then we have Austin, my winner pick, and I love everything about him. I He's think so he fun. brings great energy. He's doing a great job of working with the right people. Um, he, you know, I love a good cutthroat villain-like player, but I've, I'm never going to root for the villain. And he definitely has hero energy and, but like winner hero energy, not like too pure for the game energy. Yeah. Um. So I really, I'm really excited to see what he can do. Yeah, I am too. I think you've taken a lot of what I wanted to say. And I think. My bad. He, he, no, you're <laughs> girl. I have been all over the place in this podcast. You are fine. <laughs> um, I think he, I just, yeah, I, I fully agree. I'm really excited to see where things go. Compared to Sifu, his his idol hunting strategy was much, much better. Yes. Because yes. that's how you should be looking for idols is, hey, I'm grabbing firewood. And because you actually are grabbing firewood. It's not like you say, I'm doing something and you go off and then don't bring anything back. Or just dip out and <laughs> nobody knows where you are um there's a lot of differences so i think that austin is somebody that i'm excited to see play out there's i i think the pieces are there for this cast it's not that i think that this cast is entirely unwatchable because i think it's i think they actually have a lot of entertaining people it's aren't they meshing the way that we need them to mesh to have a crazy game it is still early so far lulu's kind of dominated the spotlight so I'm kind of hoping we get a little, as much as I do love the Lulu chaos, um, I want to get a little less of it but moving let's forward. Let's talk about why that is, though. So let's let's get into, like, 
why Lulu's in the spotlight. <laughs> well, Lulu can't get their shit together. Backing up to the challenge on the boat, yeah. um, Lulu just absolutely just failed. They started out pretty decently, but once they got their boat back to the boat, because they had to go out into the water, do a whole bunch of things, and then come back. As soon as Brink tried to start climbing that ladder, it just... It tumbled. It went so far downhill from he, there. He couldn't get out of the water. He couldn't get up on the ladder. Um, then he had an anxiety attack and so passed bad, out. Though. I feel so bad. Like my heart. I mean, he he passed out. Had to you know um, get medical attention. He was fine afterward, um, but not not a not a strong start for Brandon at all. Um, the I tribe thinking, seemed to be, the tribe seemed to be supportive of it at this time. Um, I don't think they were looking at him to be dependent on any kind of physical. They they weren't depending on him for physical comps, so I don't think anybody was too taken aback by what had happened, and they he didn't ha suffer too many like social ramifications from this particular incident. Um, I think everyone was more concerned with who the fuck is Emily and what yeah. the fuck was that? He really lucked out that that had happened before, because I think he, that would have hit different had she yeah. not done that. And I'm not saying that they wouldn't have had empathy for him. I just think that there would, it would have been a different feeling. They had bigger fish. To, they had bigger Emily's to fry. Yep. You know, uh, so unsurprisingly, Lulu did not win. So they had to go on to sweat versus savvy um as did uh reba and so no bellow sorry jesus christ no reba won excuse me just i was brain, brain everywhere she's like what like, no no you're good. no but then and, i was doubting myself before no <laughs> and that's because jake my baby jake <laughs> jake is um one of the people who ended up him and brando actually ended up going to do the sweat versus savvy task i didn't think it was necessarily the worst strategy to send them considering they didn't know what the challenge was going to be mm -hmm. obviously in hindsight well listen we've seen sweat versus savvy <laughs> every season for the last few seasons uh last i don't know how many seasons and it's always the same thing it's either a puzzle or carrying water five miles back and forth you know and i think that that was a good strategy to take an athlete and um a brain um, absolutely it wasn't bad strategy. It's just they had no idea that Survivor wanted them to do that and be like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. got sucked. Just like, and how oh. they got suckered was it wasn't sweat versus savvy. It was sweat and savvy. So they were going to have to do both a physical and a puzzle, um, which is a first. That has not happened. It's very rare here lately. I feel like we get any first in Survivor. Um, it's just very rinse and repeat these last few seasons. So for that, I was appreciative. I just don't think that this particular competition was properly vetted by, or like, um, you know, they always practice yeah. these comps out to see about how long it takes time wise or how long this is going to be. And I, I think that that is ultimately why we had our very first sweat, be savvy, sweat, savvy loss. And not only just one, 
both teams did not succeed. Yeah. So neither team were either able to get any of the and supplies that they Lulu? were competing for. Um, that was Caleb and Sabaya. That's right. That that's right. is right. where a lot of Emily's concerns came from. Yeah. And they, she was like, oh, they have to be aligned. They have to be. And, I mean, they, they, they were aligned, but like her. No, right. bombastic like, side eye. Okay, no, Emily. They were, no, but they weren't. That's what I agree with, though. Like, she was just, she took it to a level that it did not need to be taken to. Should it just be like, hmm, maybe they're going to be aligned? It's a comment. Make a comment. It's fine. But like the way she she was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. They have to be aligned. They're going to be coming after us. What are we going to do? And like yeah. she went from like and, and it was also about like, how can we make sure that we use this opportunity to to screw them almost and be like, how can we get an advantage while they're not here? And it's like, Jesus, that's pretty cutthroat for people you have not met and don't know and need to get to know because to your point earlier, what if she wants to work with them in the future? What does she need? Not just to wanting work to with work them? with them, but come on. In the what the year hell? of our Lord Beyonce and and Twitter being what it is. <laughs> In what universe do you think Twitter is not going to fucking demolish you for picking a fight with Bruce, a black man, mm-hmm. and then picking a fight with the two black people on your tribe? Immediately. It, what the, the fuck hell is did you just do? <laughs> it's the most what the fuck thing. was that? <laughs> i don't know what just happened but that was fucking amazing i hope you are watching this right now because sarah does have balloons pop up on her screen while she's like Like, angrily talking about something that was where the fuck did those come from what What was it like some kind of fingers a stream yard what the fuck was that i am dead that's staying in Okay. I just apologize to the audio listeners because that was fucking amazing. Oh, I'll that make it into a so TikTok funny. Clip. Oh but my like, god. I wasn't even touching anything. Watch, you're gonna do it again. You're gonna be like, bleh, bleh, and this gonna be like, balloons. No, because we were having a serious conversation about, like, <clears throat> it's, so it's, anyway, it's the internal bias that shows. It is. It is. It's very much that. It's very, very much that. Um... And I don't have live feeds to tell tell whether or not she's like this with everybody and production just showed these. Or yep. I, I don't know. I don't know. And it's don't not I can't as confidently speak on it as I would in the big in the BB universe, but I it it's definitely just, doesn't look good. What the fuck? <laughs> like it was just what the fuck. Um <laughs> but yeah, so choice. they both lost sweat versus savvy. Um and so they went home. They both told their tribes. Um, this is kind of when we started some of the to see some of those dynamics that we kind of talked about through the Reba and uh, Bello conversations we just had. So I think we can honestly move on to the immunity challenge. Um, I don't think there's anything. Oh, um, before we move on, the one thing that we didn't really talk about much or enough that I do want to touch on is that Austin did find a beware advantage. Um, <clears throat> and this was in episode one. So like damn damn kid um but it took a little while we when we get to episode two we'll talk about it a little more but he wasn't as quick 
as some others who are going to find this advantage um, to kind of get to the point where he needs to get to with that advantage. But I think that's a little vague. Um, you'll hear more about that later in the podcast, but for now... <laughs> Are you just trying to see what works? She's like, I need to figure out what gave me the blues. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go We're on. on. Um, so uh, we move on to the challenge. There's really not much to talk about when it comes to this challenge. Just besides. It, it was Wait, let another me guess. Obstacle. Ending with a fucking puzzle. Yeah, you're correct. Go over these. I'm so really over them. I am too. And it wasn't even a. It wasn't a really one of my favorites. Uh, they they recycle these competitions every season. It's getting frustrating. Um, and it was one of those obstacle courses that ended in a puzzle, of course. And we had the um, Lulu tribe absolutely failing just just struggle busing through the entire thing especially that ramp where brandon took emily took a nasty fall too but dude brandon oh my lord like he just fell down there and looked dead on the ground and i was like how are you doing this are you okay like that was just it, it, it there was i think that was the moment that started getting um annoying mm-hmm for his tribe mates. Well, and I don't disagree with that. I think, like... And then you also got Jeff screaming, let's go, Brandon, which has been memed more times than I would like. Um, but, yeah, I agree. It definitely started rubbing his tribe mates the wrong way at that point. Because they were like, well, Jesus, if we're going to get through challenges, what the hell are we going to be doing if we have to constantly go through obstacle courses? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um... As it we've talked about that before. It doesn't necessarily have to be a male versus female thing or, or anything like that. It's just that if you're a stronger player, which tends to be bigger, bulkier men, you're going to have a better time with these challenges. If you're just somebody kind of coming in, there are challenges that would have very much suited Brandon much better that they used to play and that he would have been able to definitely at least have some... I mean, he still screwed up the puzzle, let's be honest. <laughs> he wasn't great. <laughs> but at least there were things, and that was in the second episode. But um, but it, it, it it's just there are ways that they could be doing this to kind of make it a bit more even playing field in the competition sphere, which, again... Thank you, and I have talked about ad nauseum, both on TikTok yeah. and on this page, or on this podcast... Um, anything else you want to talk about before I move on to the other stuff? No. Okay. Uh, Emily quit. Yeah. That's no, pretty much, Hannah. that's pretty, Hannah quit. Jesus, I do that every time I had it, Hannah quit. Thank you. See, I had it wrong in my, I had it wrong because I do that all the time. <laughs> okay. So yeah, Hannah quit. Reverse rewind. Um, and Which like, what? It was really frustrating. Yeah, at Tribal Council, she was like, listen, I I will do anything to not be here anymore. I want to watch this show from my bed. I cannot I'd do this. Here. And I'm like, you've been there three days. Granted, it would take me 45 minutes to be over it. Um, but I'm not signing up to go on the fucking show. Correct. So. I agree. I, 
I just Jeff was so fucking pissed. And I agree. I mean, it's one of the maddest I've seen Jeff. Yeah. Ever. Um, I just want my question is, though, who's fully to blame or is is there blame to be shared? Because I don't know if she's fully to blame for this. I think casting should have been able to be like it should have been. I don't know. There, there should have been a way to figure this out. I feel like someone like her shouldn't have been able to slip all the way to the end. I just don't know how these kinds of things aren't. I don't know how casting works. I'm not saying I do. I'm just saying, like, how do how do we cast somebody who is so willing to just quit right away when there's obviously an alternate that was waiting on the on on the wings and they aren't getting an opportunity because of her. And it's like that person could have been our Joseph. Who freaking knows? And when I say a Joseph, I'm referencing like uh, Big Brother 24. There was somebody that got pulled days before i think actually the day before big brother was supposed to start and joseph got put in he was one of the most entertaining people on the season so it's just like and i get you got to take risks in casting you think you put together the best cast there's nothing perfect but it's just like how does this how does this happen i'm just it's a serious question i don't know how this happens because it should be pretty obvious because she said she struggled with three big things. She struggled. The, the least of it was sleep and food. Four things, I guess. Sleep and food mm-hmm. were like at the bottom. That's shit everybody deals with. But she was like, I just didn't realize that I couldn't sleep without my fan and my this and my that and my this. And I'm like, you should have realized probably when you like do 10 things just to fall asleep that it's not going <laughs> to he had easy time for you to fall asleep out in the jungle. Uh, but the two other things, and this is one probably more than the other, but these other two things I think were more significant. She said she was very much struggling without caffeine. Um, she also, some of these came out in her exit interviews, by the way. So it wasn't all that was shown on the show. She said she was struggling with the lack of caffeine in her life. Cause she was like, I drank multiple coffees a day. Um, she was also struggling with, loss of nicotine which is something that is so frustrating because we've seen that issue on big brother i i would have thought that issue would be avoidable on survivor yeah like um you know what's happening you know it's coming i don't know i uh, what get, get some patches Oh, I thought you were t- I thought you were like hinting at something. I was like, what is happening? I don't know. No, I'm just saying <laughs> like you, you know, you. it's not like they just right. come and scoop you up out of your house. Like you're applying yeah. for the show. You know what's when about she, to happen. She had them that she would use them, but it's like but y- y- it it's got it's got to be something like I don't know. I, again, I don't think that that's a full blame on anybody. I think that's a both parties need to take responsibilities. That should have been something that they're like, are you sure you can handle this? And then if yeah. she wasn't in that position the day they were shipping them out, she sh- they should have just been like, cool, alternate, here you go. Yeah, You know, I just, it makes me mad. <clears throat> and Eliza Orleans said this too and on her or social Or they need media. to like roughen up the conditions at that, uh, at, at the camp that they- At Ponderosa. To- Ponderosa. Yeah, they got to they got to something something's got to happen right beforehand to make sure that everybody's really ready for survivor cuz sometimes it happens like you contract a thing and you're just you're not feeling well and you have to be a medevac or you're like Bruce and you hit your head stuff like stuff happens but when it's when it's stuff that you can control before the game 
it's really frustrating because there are so many people that want to be on this show that have put and there's an alternate that was sitting there that put so much time and effort into the show and just became an alternate instead yeah and this also isn't the first time that survivor has had an issue and had somebody leave right away and it's like how did we not see that issue before i cannot remember his name but the uh the gentleman who had i believe it was a gentleman um they may have gone by they them pronouns. So let me just actually correct myself and let's just um, go with that. So I apologize. But um, there was an individual who um, was pulled because they needed a certain medication. I believe it was lithium that they couldn't access on the island um, or because it, it wasn't healthy to actually do it with the conditions they were living in on the island. Yeah. So it's like, so then why were they cast? Yeah, I'm not trying to say they shouldn't play either. Either you, either there's something that you do to, and if you think it's an advantage, then they can't be cats. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I don't get it. It was I, I don't get it. This is poor casting. It's frustrating casting decisions. Um, I do believe Big Brother and Survivor currently share a casting person right now. Yeah, that checks I, out. I don't think that I don't think that casting person is my biggest fan. Uh, based on. <laughs> what I can and can't see on TikTok, but that's where I'll leave that. <laughs> so yeah, um, the only other thing I want to talk about with week one before we move on to week two is that there was a whole ass advantage that we didn't even get to see. And yeah. it was Kendra going all... She, she went over to Lulu. She spent time with Lulu and then she had a goddamn vote to cast at Tribal Council that she attended. She attended mm -hmm. the tribal. She watched the tribal. We didn't even see it. Yeah. What? Whose decision? I. That was that was a bad choice, in my opinion. A bad choice. I think that they went into this needing to edit footage to convey how much trouble Emily was in. I get it. You're right. And they decided to cut that part out i guess but i think jeff said we'll see some of it later but like why not don't do it later you we had want 90 things in minutes order. Yeah. and some of the stuff we got was just kind of like i don't know i think about it like you and i make tiktoks right and mm -hmm. it's the same concept like there's very similar editing concepts to making our tiny little videos than there is that big ass show if there's conversation that is not needed you cut it out. If there yeah. are words that you don't need, you can go in and cut it out. That's what, like, that's like why they have Frankenbites. And I know I'm not like, oh, yeah. <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm not a fan of Frankenbites. I'm not saying I am, but if you have to Frankenbite something together in order to to move the story along, that's why we use them. And it's important to make sure that they're used really for those situations because we only have a limited amount of time to tell a goddamn story and yeah. it's important because if that's going to come back in the past i i have had this massive criticism of survivor for the last couple seasons of too many flashbacks i don't want flashbacks on survivor survivor i'm here to go to watch things as they happen like and it clearly we're not done with the flashbacks if if we're probably going to get to see um this challenge or this this twist comeback that we never yeah. knew about so interesting choice 
to say the least. That brings us to week two, which <laughs> I said this before too. The episode name is just chef's kiss. Uh, and it's also like one of the best quotes we've gotten in so long. It's brought a bazooka to a tea party. Like, bro, that is quite the analogy. I love it. And I liked this conversation. This was the what I was kind of talking about earlier with getting to see the side of Caleb. I don't love this for him working with her. Um, I don't want him sticking his neck out for her. But I liked seeing this compassionate side of him. I think it was important, though, because I think that's a major part of Survivor that some people really significantly miss is that compassion goes a long way in this game. Even if you don't plan to keep somebody till the end, it's it's all about social play and it's not about outwitting it's 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 or i mean i think that's a part about witting even because you're smart enough to understand that that has an important place in the game um and keeping certain people on your side until you don't need them anymore um and i think he's worried about what their numbers could look like if they enter a merge and like lulu just gets decimated because where what are they gonna do um i think he just wants to make sure if they can pull themselves together that they're not in the worst position possible. Yeah. Um, um, and and I do really believe the remorse that Emily showed. I think those were, I think she understood how much she screwed up. I don't know if she knows the full extent. I'm not going to like, because I obviously I'm not in her brain, but you could tell she knew she messed up. And I just felt my, I think I'm just so empathetic. My heart really does go out to her because, like, not that she made a good choice, but it's like I get, like, getting super amped up about the game and then, like, just overplaying to start because you're just so ready and you aren't controlling certain motions as well as you thought you would. And I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying, like, oh, I like her now. It's just, like, I felt I felt compassion for her as well, and as, as Caleb did, you know? Um yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's where I sit with that. Um Brandon also ended up finding Lulu's beware advantage. Yes, um, but didn't want to use that or didn't well, want it. That but- was the thing. He instead of keeping it for himself, he's like, I don't want to lose my vote. At first I was like, not the worst idea if cause considering the position he's in, right? But he gave it to Sabaya. And I was like, Considering the position that he's no. in, that he absolutely needs it. But losing his vote, and he can't guarantee that he would be able to solve the... Because, like, if he's already <sighs> failed miserably at two challenges, how how could he guarantee himself being able to find that, what he needed to? I'm not saying that he couldn't. He didn't have enough... I think the big criticism is you should have enough trust in yourself to want to do that, especially as a super fan. I don't think it was the worst decision for him, though, but it didn't pan out. So. Right. <laughs> uh, I think the question is, would he ha- still have gone home in this episode had he not made that decision? I think the answer probably still would have been yes. I feel like that it was kind of ultimately a moot point. But I thought it was interesting, nonetheless, to see the decision. Because now, that instead of that beware advantage of just being swept out of the game and potentially replaced, who knows um Mm -hmm. it's it's in the hands of sabaya now and um like austin she has to decipher a clue by using their team flag um 
Austin deciphered his. He hasn't found what he needs to look for first, but Sabaya has. Palm tree, palm, palm tree with an X. But Sabaya has found her clue. She found it um, after the immunity challenge. I like that. They're like, there are coconuts up there. This is not a coconut tree. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, "Mm, fishy. (laughs) That was really smart. And so I think this is a fun thing because what Sabaya found was a candle. And they're like, you have to melt this candle. I loved that. In order. That is, you know, I can be critical of twists and stuff brilliant that's great especially because lulu has been struggling to keep their flint so without fire she can't melt it I so mean, she can't she get her hope i'm thinking of like leaving out in the sun on a rock you think because the rock retains sun heat that's what i where i would go if i don't have fire i'm putting it on a rock directly in the sunlight and then the question is, though, what, where, because obviously she can't do that near camp. Because, like, if somebody found it, they'd be like, a candle melting in the sun? I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, and who knows? Like, can somebody take that if she just, like, left it there and just assume it as their own? We have questions, Survivor. Yeah. I need I that know. answer. That's what I would try, though. And you yeah, could I also, like. that idea. Yeah. I, or leave the leave the rock out in the sun so it gets hot, and then put your candle on it and melt from the bottom. Like, do any of them have glasses? Emily did. Brandon, Brandon tried Brandon. that. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. What was I think given more did they time, not he could use, have done that too. It, they it, did they end up using a droplet of water though? Because that's what they need. And it every I think a lot of people think it's just the eyeglasses and you can but a lot of times you have to snap the eyeglasses and have to increase the magnification i don't know mark was talking mad shit this up my husband was talking mad shit this episode <laughs> he was just like why do you need a flint it's fucking survivor get two sticks and make fire <laughs> <laughs> oh mark that is not how yeah. that works <laughs> well no. it can it, it has but it's like very difficult to do and ha- when a tribe did it it took them a few days so but like, i would assume literally. the humidity prevents that kind of stuff but and that's kind of something i think is a really good point um because wet anything ain't sparking mm-hmm. um that's what she so said. i think um. That was great. That was good. That was good. It's a reflex. I can't help it. Sorry. I walked right into that one. No, because I do the same. I'm the same. So you're fine. I just walked right into that one. It's like uh, back when I did the podcast with my old partner on Big Brother Breakdown, the old podcast, um, before this changed into this. Um, I literally, we were talking about season eight, and I would just, instead of calling him Evil Dick, I would just say, Dick, Dick dick and he's yeah. like gotta stop you you <laughs> you gotta stop because yeah. you just keep making really accidental innuendos that you you just <laughs> i'm so bad at that so i get it so anyway um, yeah i like the that it's in a candle mm-hmm. i do too um not a ton of other stuff to really go over here before we get to the journey i'd say the other really important thing is that um a majority alliance has formed on reba and it includes drew julie austin and d so just wanted to note that very quickly so uh here we have bruce bruce b bruce in bruce he was extra bruce on on the second episode um 
Well, and yeah. that's where I defend yeah. Emily a little bit in in her analysis of Bruce, but she didn't go about it even remotely correctly. Like no. she, that's something she should have kept to herself. Wasn't even entirely accurate. She was like, "Oh, he has experience, therefore he will be cocky." I was just like, I mean, just cut out that first part, and she she was pretty not necessarily wrong. <laughs> He's, yeah. He, he's like, I don't think I, I'm not trying to be the tribe leader. I'm not trying to rule this tribe. Literally ruling the tribe. Yeah. Some people just can't help it. And I don't mean that in a bad way, because to be fair, I could, I, if I'm on the right tribe with the right people, I could be that person. But if I'm on a different tribe with different personalities, I could totally be Katura and be like, excuse you? What? it's interesting i think that's the fun of seeing how they put these tribes together because it's like would bruce or maybe on maybe if he had lasted last season is this what we would have gotten out of bruce is this the same dynamic we would have seen or would it have been totally different just interesting to think about um so he ended up going on this journey for bellow um and the other two people that went were uh, Drew for Reba, Mr. Michael Bruner 2.0, mm -hmm. and uh, Brandon from Lulu, just getting all sorts of camera time. Um, Brandon decided to just expose his entire tribe dynamics during this. I, Why? I, I don't, don't think know. he did. I don't think he did. I think that he went into it knowing Bruce was burned by Emily. Um and I think that he just wanted to, like, kind of let Bruce know, like, it ain't just you, bro. Like, she's just well, like this. <laughs> I agree. I think that was the intent. It's just whether that ended up being the impact where it felt like it was just kind of like, I look at it if I was Drew, right? And I don't want to look at it like either Brandon or Bruce, because I feel like they're emotionally attached to it because of what mm -hmm. happened with Emily. If I'm Brand uh, Brandon, if I'm Drew, I'm looking at that. I'm like, take some notes. Yeah. Do -do -do. I'm just like I don't know it's it's it wasn't I don't think it was the worst decision especially because even though he's out of the game that's information that Bruce is certainly going to be holding on to I don't know it, it was just an I feel like a lot of Brandon's choices are a bunch of just mixed bag of I get why you did it but mm. <laughs> speaking of choices um so they got this um hey sit here and talk for a minute and then each choose a path and go down it they ended up all coming to these puzzle things where like you do the puzzle you get the advantage but you could lose your vote it's risk your vote and um speaking of choices and decisions oh mr brandon <laughs> um but bruce decided like i i can't risk it i can't risk my vote i suck at puzzles i hate puzzles i'm out drew is knew he's in a really really good spot but he's like an advantage would be really nice let me go about doing this and then brandon did not question it at all he's like i love puzzles i'm here for it i can't do physical i need the advantage let's go and um what was driving me the most fucking insane watching these two guys do this puzzle is when Drew was throwing the pieces. He was throwing them. Like, you have a whole ass table. Use the fucking table. The chaos and the mess, if they would have just did the puzzle like the video where you make the stacks. That way you can easily see if you fucked <laughs> up. <laughs> you know, 
know, when you're on Survivor, you lose logic, though. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I would never in a million years be matching things up and then throwing them on the floor. Like, throwing them go. over my shoulder. And that part was, like, making my eye twitch. And then I get, like, okay. And I'm not a mathematician. But in my head, I calculated uh, six possible combinations for these three numbers. So you have three spots, three numbers. There's six possible combinations. There's one, one and two. Two. She be math. Three, this four, is Sarah math. Five. I think there's six. Okay. And if Brent did, if you're sitting here and they don't work. And you're like three numbers. Go ahead and just double check your work real quick. Just go ahead and double check that you're working the right numbers. Okay. Like just, and it would be easy to do if you had a system on the table when you fucking match the tiles. Like I'm just, oh, I'm not going to win challenges. I'm not going to swim for shit. I'm not going to do obstacle courses. My fat ass could never. But if this puzzle was right in front of me, immediately i know what i need to do immediately do i get it right on the first time probably not but you know you only have three minutes and so there are ways to double check and quality check your work and it just as like just me being who i am this yeah. was fucking infuriating infuriating you didn't get it the thing's not coming out why are you wasting precious seconds trying to rejiggle it out like i don't it's going to work somehow. No, it's not. No, it's not. Keep going. Just go back. Go back. And, and if you watch, he's also switching up all three numbers. Okay. You have six possible combinations. Two of them at a time are going to start with the same number. So you just switch the last two. If that doesn't work, then you switch the first one. And then you do two. There's two combinations with the other flipped around. And then there's only one more combination after that. Like, like. Don't do change all three numbers every single time. Like this was not that hard. This was I need not people, that hard. I need people to do logic puzzles before they go on Survivor. Just, just maybe a couple I'm more just people. being too mean. Maybe I'm being <laughs> angry too much of a stealing your thunder, being angry spice about this. But like, <sighs> there's not very many things I could do, and this is one of them I would excel at. And it's not fucking hard it's not that it's not hard for some people and it's hard for other people bruce could have fucking done this you just it's just it's just basic logic i don't know and i'm getting maybe the camera's on you there's a timer there's your stress your game's on the line blah 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 but fuck it was so frustrating it was so frustrating <laughs> it's valid uh drew did end up winning it though um he and did. he wound up with the safety without power advantage kind of interesting I, on paper i like it i'm just curious to see how it's gonna actually play out so what it is is um it allows him to leave tribal council before the vote and part of why i say it's interesting not just because of the power itself but he literally went and told his tribe mates about it i love the i loved this by the way so all right so he can leave Tribal council before the vote, and he cannot be voted when he uses it. Okay. Mm -hmm. It is good up until there are only 10 people left in the game. So definitely post. Interesting. 
Yes. So it can go with him to the merge. Um, but not far into the merge. Not far into it, but into the merge. In that first week into the merge, I feel like is when you might need it the most. I absolutely um, agree. So that would be great. But when he went back to camp and he told everyone about it, he's like, yes, I got it. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking this would be absolutely great for us to use at the merge to protect, you know, a Reba tribe member. So if it looks like you are in trouble, I could give it to you. And that immediately everyone's like, he's solid. He came back, told everybody. I feel like he's just a straight shooter, honest, loyal um, tribe member. That's really great. And that's what prompted Austin to tell him about, the hidden immunity idol. Yep. Um, the beware advantage that he found. Um, so that they could work together to get that. And they solidified a long-term alliance, which I am obsessed with this. I yes. love this. I do too. Um, I feel like these two are going to make it really, really far. Austin was my winner pick before drew was already in really impressing me. And to see these two come together, just really solidified. I'm going to see these guys in the end. Um, I love this. I love this for them. This was awesome. I really love it too. And it's, and it's, I don't think Drew could have played off his return in any better way. No. And I feel like since I'm, I've been using the Michael Bruner big brother comparison for him, I feel like Austin is his Brittany. Like, I feel like they are really going mm -hmm. to be solid with each other. I'd be curious to know if one of them had the balls to turn on the other at some point. I would think it would be Drew turning on Austin. Yes. Um yeah. but I really hope that doesn't happen. I'm I'm really enjoying this dynamic between them right now. I know we've only gotten kind of a brief look at it, but I'm really enjoying it. Um I think it has lots of potential and I think um You know, knowledge is power in this game. And I know, I got, I, I hate using that knowing that they have had knowledge is power advantage. But like, seriously, <laughs> I would say Drew has the most knowledge right now. Like he has the the knowledge from the journey. He has the knowledge of everything that everybody got from the boat. And he has, I'd say Kendra maybe is probably close because she had that secret advantage that we didn't see. Yeah. So I actually can't necessarily say he's at the top i'd probably say they're kind of close because we don't know what happened with her but he's he's got the most if not some of the most knowledge among everybody playing the game right now and i think that's going to really 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 help him down the line the question is is he going to overthink things because he is very confident in himself and just being like i will be the king of this island and it's like i love the energy just careful careful with that line because that has been the downfall of many a great survivor player, many a great yeah. survivor player yeah, in, in any, any people really on any reality show, but especially, especially on this show, in these so. recent seasons. So yes, yes. And so I'm excited, but curious to see where this goes for Drew. Uh, let's talk about the challenge, um, the immunity challenge. So what's another obstacle course to puzzle but there were some changes that i do want to talk about one major change um so they did jump off the platform they did do the balance beam those are all the same but it ended with a tree puzzle that is different that or like one of those puzzles that is different than the puzzles we have gotten before they have changed it up so people can't just go home and practice it's like i'm not saying so hear me out it's a, it's a slow golf clap because it's like, this is something that should have been done before. 
shouldn't have been something that fans had to scream for. Shouldn't have been that obvious that these should be getting changed all the time. Um, but I'm just saying thank you for finally listening because we we appreciate it. Now keep doing it and do more. Did. This puzzle was the exact same fucking same as everything. You know the difference well, was it was it very similar. No, they've they've done similar tree puzzles and it's not the same. It was a Caitlin puzzle. Yes, but they they do lots of those different kinds of puzzles all the time. Um, they I'm had just a so very fucking over it. I really well, am. Trust I'm me, really I don't, fucking over it. I'm not saying trust. I, I I'm not trying to say like hear me out i'm not like yay they made the obstacle course puzzle thing so much better i'm just saying oh well if you're gonna do the obstacle course to puzzle thing thanks for making the puzzle part fairer because if you have somebody on your tribe who knows how to solve that puzzle it kind of doesn't matter how much you fuck up the competition as long as you don't fall super behind because you just put that person on the puzzle and they're gonna solve it even if it's similar they can't they because literally carson went home and 3d printed these puzzles and was like i can now do them and it's like this is what we have to stop and i think to be fair i think i think survivor wasn't prepared for technology to to take that turn on him (laughs) And I think they were just like, well, I can't like recreate these all on their own besides like the ball one, which is the, there was like a pyramid ball one that Evie was so good at. She literally nailed it, right? Or they, excuse me, um, nailed it right away. The timing one? Yes. Loved that one. Loved, loved, loved that one. So. Um, yeah, I just, but Lulu sucked it up again. Brandon struggled. Oh, Brandon, Brandon. Sabaya was over it. She's like, you're the puzzle guy. You you can't do physical comps. You can't do puzzles. You lost a puzzle on the island thing. Like, what what, what Brandon, what are you what are you doing? What are you doing? The thing is, so I love Sabaya. So Lulu lost. Um Sabaya, even after all of that, was still pretty interested in getting Emily out over him. Yeah. And I'm real I'm personally glad that Caleb and Sean were able to talk her out of that because that was not that would not have been a good move on her part. And I understand why socially she needs that to happen. <clears throat> but also worth noting, uh we saw a transfer the first I've ever seen, a transfer of the shot in the dark, which I didn't think you could do, but apparently you can. Um, and she, in, in, in an attempt to gain trust with Sabaya, Emily gave her her shot in the dark and was like, please, I want to show you that I want you to trust me. Take it. I, I will make myself vulnerable at this tribal council. If you want to vote me out, then vote me out. But I want to ta- I want to give this to you to show you that I trust you and that I want you to trust me. Um, I think that obviously helped in Sabaya's decision making as well, but going back to it it's just like if you're gonna lose another tribe member and you need to be strong at the merge you can't continue to save somebody who is just going to cause your tribe to continue to lose numbers i'm not one to always say that you need to vote out challenge liabilities i think you have to have a balance but he's proven he is the biggest liability for challenges like you can't keep him so that's just where i came from i don't know if you had a different take but no I mean, I thought that was a good move on Emily's part, sharing the shot in the dark. That was very smart. 
Very smart. Um, and we, you know, saw um, some inroads being made between Caleb and Emily where he said he understood her and he was trying to nurse her back to health is what he said. Yeah. Um, I think kind of what we talked great about. advice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there, there was no, there was no outcome other than somebody else quitting that Brandon wasn't going to, you know, meet the end here, end of the road here. Yeah. I was curious at the beginning <clears throat> when we were still waiting between week one and week two, I was kind of like, I can't tell. It's either going to be, they're either amping it up for Brandon to have this massive comeback or he is out in the next couple of episodes and there's like yeah. no in between. <laughs> yeah. Shocker. Brandon was voted out. Um, I'm just I'm gonna be curious to see what happens for Lulu moving forward now. I know they still have Emily, who's a bit of a liability in a lot of social respects, but I'm just gonna be curious, like, how is this gonna impact them on challenges now? Will they be able to function better? Will they actually win something? Should we expect to see a different tribe at Tribal Council next week? I think the answer to most of those, if I remember if I worded them right, they're yes. I think I think. <laughs> We're gonna. I think Lulu's not gonna hit tribal for a third week in a row. No, I don't think so either. The question is, and I don't know, but my question to you: Who do you think it will be? My uh, guess is gonna Bello. be Bello. Bello, I agree. I see Bello going to tribal next. Um, oh, we didn't talk about. I mean, it's just quick side note. Oh, obviously. they made it very, very clear this episode. You cannot sit out of a challenge two times in a row. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Thank you. I can't, yeah. I'm glad we didn't skip that. Um, I so just, can I just say the wording is not. That too. Can, so can I just say though, I hate that they were like, it's a new rule. No, rephrase that. You're bringing back an old rule because it existed for decades. Two decades. <laughs> Not long not enough for, her, but... for everybody to be confused as fuck when what's her face sat out three challenges in a row because it used it was a thing and mm -hmm. then it just wasn't anymore and so now it's a thing again and, and which the whole excuse I was, well it's only 26 days you can't just let them make the, and i'm like no that's the point it's 26 days you actually and shouldn't be letting decide, them sit is out this like gonna that. be the one i need to sit out of or might would i do better at this one than the next one should the next one be the one that I sit out at? There's some and strategy behind it. That's always been it. And you take that strategy away when you don't have that. It's yeah. really frustrating. Um, so I am glad to see that that rule came back. I don't think that was a rule that ever should have gone. Right. Again, I don't understand the logic of why it went. I, I know Jeff has explained it. It does that it the math ain't math in there. It never did for me and it never will. There is no reason that you should have taken away a sit-out rule in a shorter game. No. Like, I just... Not at all. How does that... Do you know... <laughs> I just, anyway, I just wanted to bring that back up because it is... Um, well, I did. think that's a great way to end all of this. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm excited for Wednesday night. I do think yes. it's going to be Bellow. I think that that's who I could see going to tribal captain or we could have another Tika year where it's Lulu again. So who knows? I mean, it really could be. And if it happens, 
are we going to see Emily out the I door this we, early? I think we see Emily out gone. Yeah. Unless, and I'm not saying that this happens, unless she gets to go on a goddamn journey. <laughs> she gets As things stand right now, if we were to have a tribal free, I see Emily from Lulu. Mm -hmm. um, I see probably Bruce from Bello. I do too. Um, and then from the Reba tribe, Reba's hard. I'd say Julia, Seafu, Julie, Sifu. See, I, think, I only I say think, him because of the social, like, what the fuck, dude. Because they're just like, they yeah. don't know what to think of him. That's the, I don't know if I have a full read on Reba just yet for that. I think you could be right. But I also yeah. think I could be right. True, true, I really true. don't have a full. But we'll see you on Wednesday. I'm just trying to think. Yes, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Wednesday's going to be really fun. Um, Wednesdays are very busy. Um, before I do our full outro, let's just talk about the fact, very briefly, we have so much that we are going to be covering on this goddamn podcast. So oh, much. my God. Oh, my God. Somehow I'm going to be getting amazing race coverage in here some point. I don't know how, but we're going to try. Um, we already have Big Brother stuff. That is just insane. And we got Survivor. Now I gotta go like turn and look at my board. <clears throat> House of <laughs> Villains. House of Villains is starting on Thursday. Why the fuck is that on a Thursday? Thursdays have... We have Big Brother. If you're watching Buddy Games, I'm not. You have Buddy Games. You have Golden Bachelor and Hell's Kitchen. Challenge. And Challenge USA and, and Bachelor in Paradise. There's too much. It's too much. Why are they doing this to us on Thursdays? Oh my god. And then I have to go to work on Friday and be dead. And <laughs> it's like, but why? we're doing it because we love you guys. And we do. Oh, and Dancing with the Stars on Tuesdays. Dancing with the Stars. That's true. Um, yeah. So um, if you like us, have a hard time keeping track of who's who and what's what and who's on what tribe and who's got the what idol and advantage and where each person stands in on the island, we do have the survivor bible ready and available if you want more information you can email me at sarah talks big brother at gmail.com um and i can send you the links to it but um it is um cheaper discounted from the bb bible since there's no live feeds and it's not as intensive um but it is there's a lot of information in there so for only 15 dollars, it could be yours just email me sarah talks big brother at gmail.com and that is how you can keep up with all of your castaway info and who's got what and help and play along with us as we strategize and try to predict what the fuck is happening in season 45. You can also check us out on Patreon for some exclusive stuff right now. We're working on some big brother stuff, but there will be more on the way. So if you want to follow us, check us out over there. Um, <clears throat> but for now that wraps up this episode of wicked unscripted. Uh, but if you want to find us on TikTok. I should have said that first. Uh, if you want to find us on TikTok, we do lots of updates over there, largely Big Brother, but we're also doing um, some Survivor content this season as well. So you can find us at um, Sarah Talks Big Brother or it's Abigail Adams. You can also email us at SarahTalksBigBrother at gmail.com. We get unscriptedpod at gmail.com or it's Abigail Adams. Oh, no, that's not my email. Excuse me. <laughs> Abigail Adams Pro at gmail.com. <laughs> not going to give you the wrong one. <laughs> um, but um, the Wicked Unscripted email is where you want to reach out to us if you want to uh, 
ask us a question, share your thoughts, leave us a tip. We would love to get some viewer questions in for these episodes. So if you have anything you want us to answer can just be our thoughts on something, share your own thoughts on something and have us weigh in. Whatever you'd like, we'd love for you to join. So email the podcast again at wickedunscriptedpod, P-O-D at gmail.com for more. That's wickedunscriptedpod, P-O-D at gmail.com for more. We are always looking for fresh and diverse voices to join the conversation. But with that, we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.